Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 139. It's now been three years, four months, and nine days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. Yay, I am super proud of myself. I've been hiking up the mountain even between shows and I'm feeling much better for it. Yes siree, I've definitely got some pep in my step up here at the next Atop Zen Space today, which is great since we've got a lot to cover and be thankful for in this episode. Do note it's just a little bit windy up here, so now and again you might hear a little bit of mic noise. Sorry about that, but that's the way it is. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Southern California, slight breeze which in the heat I'm kind of happy about. I hope we'll hear a little more of those birds that are fun to hear, and I'm glad that you joined us. And after our inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward, I'll share what I'm letting go of today. Then we will celebrate a huge bravery report moment for BC Petra, who writes her truth on her personal Instagram account for friends, family, as well as all you BCs to see. We welcome new BC Stephanie from West Virginia, who reached out on Facebook, and new BC Teresa, who posted on day nine. We'll have a sample of comments from the last few shows and blogs from Mary S., BC Laura R., soon to be S., Donnie, and Amy from Wisconsin. I'll give thanks again to Amazon shoppers and to Kindred Spirit Josephine, who left a kind review on USA iTunes, and a big, big smooch to BC Mary S., who sent me a heart-touching gift in the mail. I'll read a snippet of the blog post I wrote about what Mary's gift meant to me, and you will get the chance to meet my friend and new BC, Jojo from California, who stopped by the blog to comment. So hold on to your summer sun hats while the wind blows and enjoy the ride while Josh helps us find something to let go of today. But I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a history. Never really grows. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a silent wind that never really blows. I'm letting go. Thank you, Josh. That was truly a special Zen moment since I've been learning to meditate. I've learned to like shut my eyes and breathe and listen to my little inspirational snippet to let what I'm going to let go of bubble up and resonate with me. And today's a strange one for me, brave companions, because what's bubbling up for me is how I need to get my life off of autopilot. That's right, I need to give up my automatic behaviors and thoughts and these kinds of things. And it's not just about bad habits. It's about all of the beauty and wonders and miracles and loveliness that I'm missing out on as I kind of just have blinders on and walk from spot to spot without noticing things. You know, we all do that. How many of you have gotten into your car on a Saturday and find yourself heading to work? No, don't want to do that, <laughs> right? Or you think you're going somewhere in your house and you realize, why did I come here? Oh yeah, I was going there. Or maybe only those of us in our senior moments know about that. But there's a lot in life that we do in autopilot. And 
part of what is inspiring me to think about that is in the morning guided meditation that I've been doing, that person quotes Albert Einstein who said, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Hmm, every single thing is a miracle. You mean my broken garbage disposal would be a miracle? Well, I guess the fact that I have a garbage disposal is, is a miracle. The fact that I actually have food to eat, that I might have to put some down that garbage disposal is a miracle. Boy, what a mundane miracle that is. But if you think about it, the technology and the conveniences that I enjoy is a miracle. But I think that quote goes even deeper than that. I think like right now, here at the top of the mountain, on the next to top Zen spot, when I look around and I can see colors, today the sky isn't bright blue, it's kind of a dusky, muted blue, and I see the grass is seeding, so it's got the little bits of, they almost look like rye or grain, and they're waving in the breeze, and there's a lot of little yellow wildflowers out here from the wild buckwheat, kind of white flowers and purple flowers. And there's been some rain here in California, and so everything's green, which usually it's a lot more brown up here on top of the mountain this time of year, but it looks green. And everything's thriving and looking happy to be planted where it is. I see birds flying overhead, and what a miracle that is for them. They're just born knowing how to fly. How much fun would that be to soar overhead and look down and, and just to swoop and loop-de-loop -loop and just let yourself go and be supported by the air current and have your body built to just fly like that. That would be cool. So what that's making me think about is I think all of us in the world can be where we're meant to be. Like those birds would have a hard time swimming. They're not built for it. I suppose some birds, you know, do like ducks, they go swimming. They also can do some flying. But the little swallows and things, they wouldn't do well in the water. And most fish aren't going to be flying. Animals and plants tend to thrive in the environment that they're meant for. And I think that we thrive in environments that we're meant for. You know, when we're doing what we need to be doing and when we're associated with people who get us. It's why when I come up here and talk to you, BCs, I know that you get me, at least at some level. I know you can't agree with 100% all that I say or laugh at all of my jokes. That would be a miracle. Oh, yeah, that would be a miracle if every single person who ever heard this show thought I was 100% great all of the time. I don't even think I'm 100% great all of the time. You know, when I go back and have to edit this show, I have to listen to every single thing I say over and over again. And I tell you, by the time I'm done editing this show, I'm heartily sick of most of the things I say. Though every now and again, I hear something and I go, wow, how did that come out of your mouth? I'll tell you why. It was a miracle. I was just letting the thoughts and feelings of my spirit just kind of come out. And I'm recording it here on my trusty Roland 05 recorder. The fact that I can walk up the mountain 
is a miracle. <laughs> the luxury that I have to have time to go for a walk in the mountain is a miracle. Now, a lot of the times when I would walk up the mountain, I listen to podcasts like my own or other people's encouraging things or I listen to music. But I notice when I listen to podcasts sometimes or even when I listen to music, a lot of the miracle of my walk, I pass by with a little bit of a blinder on because I'm busy concentrating in my busy, busy mind. And having a compulsive mind, my mind can latch onto things and get busy, 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 busy. So it's challenging for me to just walk up the mountain without some external podcast or music or to turn off my own internal to-do list of things I need to do once I get down off the mountain and to just notice things. Notice the grass blowing. Notice the birds overhead. Notice that it's a little bit breezy. Now this is an awful lot like mindfulness, right? Like intuitive eating and paying attention to your food and knowing when you're full and knowing when you're not. And why is that so hard to learn? Why was that so challenging? And still is a little bit of a challenge for me. Heck, sometimes it's a huge big challenge for me still. Why is being mindful so hard? Well, autopilot is easy. You don't have to make a decision. You get stressed, you go eat chips. You get in the car, you go to the store you always go to. Or you go to the same restaurant that you always go to. Or you watch the same television show that you always watch. I'm talking to you, Survivor. You know, how often do we take the time to just sort of notice what we're up to and to even have that thought, am I enjoying this? Or is this fulfilling my purpose? Do I feel a deep resonance for what I'm doing? Now, I don't expect to feel deep resonance every time I crack an egg and beat it to make a scrambled egg <laughs> or I peel a carrot. But sometimes I do. I'm peeling that carrot and I'm like, wow, that's a pretty carrot. You know, at Trader Joe's, you can get carrots of all different colors, purple, white, orange. And you peel them and you chop them up and you put them on your plate and they're beautiful. It's like a rainbow of carrots sitting there on your plate. And they taste a little bit different. That's funny. I don't know if carrots actually taste different because of their color or if it's just my impression of them is different. I'll have to shut my eyes next time I eat carrots and see what I think about that. All I know is I'm truly deeply inspired today to try to give up my autopilot tendencies and to see everything as the miracle because even those things that are super challenging and hard to bear can bring me lessons that help the rest of my life be more miraculous, help me be more loving and giving, especially to my own self. And when I'm loving to my own self, BCs, that truly is the biggest miracle of all. I think it is absolute proof that miracles are possible when we look back on all the bravery that we have experienced together on this show. So many people letting themselves feel what they feel 
and taking action to make their lives better. So inspiring. That is one reason I set up the Bravery Report page and the certificate there on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com so BCs could have a place to tell the world about their bravery. And last week, I saw one of the bravest acts of personal courage and strength from BC Petra on Instagram. Petra is on the Bravery Report for an astoundingly courageous Instagram post. And you can support and follow Petra on Instagram at Petra doing Petra. And I will also put the link to her brave Instagram post on today's show notes for day 139. With her permission, here it is. First off, Petra posted a sideways photo of herself, not sucking in her tummy. Though for the record, dear Petra, I think you look beautiful inside and out. And then she wrote, hashtag real talk. I could be a lot leaner if I cut out more crap out of my diet. For me, that is a very dangerous tightrope to balance on. I'm a binge eater, and I'm not afraid to say that out loud anymore. That means for me that when I try to restrict too much, it will 100% end up in at least days of eating all sorts of SH, asterisk, asterisk, and lots of it. And now I get even more real. Oh God, breathe. And I've also been known to get rid of it again, if you know what I mean. Yes, now it's out. I also want to be fit and healthy and that's hashtag not the way. This means I have to balance this rope and realize what makes me feel good and what makes me feel like the poo emoji. I've already come such a long way in my mindset focusing on living and being happy with who I am right now. Of course, hashtag exercise is something that makes me feel happy and helps me tons with my hashtag anxiety and just feeling strong without giving a flying F asterisk 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 about the calorie burn. Also, every time I fell in my ass thinking I can handle a restrictive eating regime, I always take valuable data about me and how my body and mind reacts. I don't know if I will ever be slim or toned, but I know that doesn't define my worth. I'm living an active, energetic, and happy life, and I keep on moving forward. Wow. Now I only have to press post. Sad emoji. Hashtag binge eating, hashtag weight loss journey, hashtag fit mom, hashtag fit over 40, hashtag Petra's doing Petra, hashtag finding my way, hashtag the scale doesn't define me, hashtag being happy, hashtag eating disorder. Well, BCs, I wrote to Petra on her Instagram. Petra, that is incredibly brave, and I'm sending you tons of love and support. I am happy for you that you are finding your way on the path of your happiness and peace. And Petra wrote, Thank you, Lori. You've played a big role for me in addressing the issues the right way and finding my own way. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. And when I went on privately and messaged Petra to ask if I could share any part of this brave post with you, she wrote, I just put it there for tons of strangers and worse, people I actually see in real life, laughing till she cries. I would be honored. Thank you. And I wrote back, I will be so honored to feature you the next show. I think it is day 139. P.S. If you add our new BC hashtag, hashtag CODBCS to your public posts, then your social media posts on topics where you are brave or encouraging or needing support are easy to find. XOXOXO. So let's all give Petra a big round of applause and support. 
this is a big, big moment to let the people in her life in and know who she is and what she has struggled with and what she is doing to be authentic in her life. Petra, my dear, be sure and stop by the Bravery Report link on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com to print out your own bravery certificate. You deserve it. And you need to remind yourself every single day just how brave you are. And again, BCs, you can find Brave Petra on Instagram at Petra, P-E-T-R-A, doing Petra. Again, Petra doing Petra. And I'll have the link on day 139. (laughs) Instagram is where I post my extra hiking pictures and silly faces and stuff that's going on in my life outside of this show as well as some of the show pictures. And if you'd like to follow those silly photos and videos, you can find me on Instagram as Lori Dream Weaver. All one word, Lori Dream Weaver. And also by searching for our new BC hashtag I talked about before, hashtag CODBCs for Compulsive Overeating Diary Brave Companion. (laughs) Hashtag CODBCs. And a shout out in a shout out to BCs Mary S and Laura R, soon to be S, for using the hashtags in their post last week. Check it out. Hashtag CODBCs. If you use it in your social media posts, me and other BCs will find you too. Last show, I asked for a few new BCs to like the Compulsive Overeating Diary page on Facebook. Yay! A few of you did. Thanks so much. And additionally, new BC Stephanie from West Virginia reached out via message on Facebook. Hey, Lori, I am a compulsive overeater, and I just found your podcast. I am only on episode 26, but I want you to know that listening to you talk about this every day has gotten me to start trying again to get it under control. Today, I started a journal and counting my calories. So thank you for starting this thing. I am listening to several episodes today, so I should be catching up with you soon. Thanks again. And I wrote back. Hi, Stephanie. Hooray! I'm so glad you found the show. I just started it up again a few months ago, so we just did day 138, and it's been over three years since I began, and doing the show completely changed my relationship to food. It was surprising. There are so many people that face what we do. It is so comforting. It is also interesting that so many of us are creative and fun to boot. So welcome, welcome, welcome! I usually greet new BCs, Brave Companions is what we landed on to call ourselves. If you are comfortable allowing me to greet you as BC Stephanie C, please let me know and I will give you a shout out on day 139. Stephanie says, yes, I would love a shout out. I am in West Virginia, thanks again. So I replied, okay, stay tuned for day 139. By the way, even though most people like to listen in order, many listen to current shows too and get caught up as they go. But if you wait, day 139 should be the day you hear a hello from me. So hello and smooches, new BC Stephanie from West Virginia. And for those of you who are binge listening to get caught up, you are not alone. Because this happens so often, I created your very own certificate of episode completion as a PDF you can fill out and print. I'll put the direct link to the certificate in today's show notes, and you can always find it anytime, along with the Bravery Report certificate to print out as part of the Bravery Report page of CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. And speaking of working our way through the show, please welcome new BC Teresa. Now, Teresa, if I'm not saying your name right, 
please let me know because I will try my best to correct it. Teresa posted this comment on day nine. Hi, Lori. I alternated between laughter and relief listening to this episode. Laughter because I'm cooking chicken Alfredo. Talk about not diet food. While attempting to write out the compulsion to eat all the things since I've been reasonably moderate with my food intake today and I'm hungry while cooking dinner. Relief to hear the kindness, compassion, and love in someone else's voice that I've been lacking in my self-talk. I'm slowly making my way through the episodes, and I can tell you already that I appreciate your candid nature, your kindness, and your obvious lust for life. That is so encouraging. Much love. I feel like we're friends already. And I wrote back, Hi, Teresa. I'm so happy you stopped by and that you enjoyed Day 9. That was one of my favorite shows, too. By the way, I love to cook and find that cooking is one of the ways I balance. By spending the time to prepare foods that are fresh and that I love, I tend not to eat mindlessly and that helps me to realize that I have been eating and to enjoy the flavors. It can still be a struggle at times for me to know when I've eaten enough to be satisfied versus over full, but I'm pretty savvy now with experience about how much my body wants versus my compulsive brain. Great to meet you. And I'm hoping you'll share more of your experiences and recipes, XOXOXO. And I have to share with you, BCs, that in voice acting, you are always, always trying to come up with a quick marketing sentence to explain your vocal strength and qualities. And I have been struggling and struggling and changing my sentence for months and months and months and months, trying to find something that felt right. I actually read B.C. Teresa's comment during a break at a voiceover workout class on my phone. I was there with my friend Joe, who you'll meet later, and I shared it with her and said, Huh, we need to use this as my marketing somehow. I hear all the time from B.C.s that they feel from the sound of my voice that I am already their friend, even though they haven't met me. Joe agreed, and voila, we came up with the perfect tagline. Lori Weaver, voiceover talent. Sounds like we're already friends. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Teresa, for commenting. CBCs, you just never know what good is happening in the world from a moment of kindness. While I'm in the gratitude zone, I also asked last show for the Amazon shoppers in the USA to use the show link found on the blog, and you have. Thanks so much. It makes a big difference, and Mark and I appreciate it. I also very much appreciate the kindness of new BC Josephine, who gave Compulsive Overeating Diary a five-star rating and wrote this on USA iTunes. I just found this podcast. I can't help it, but I'm binging on it. I love listening to Lori. It's like we have had so many of the same experiences when my whole life I have felt so alone in this struggle. I hope you keep going, Lori, so that when I'm caught up with the past episodes, you will still be there. You are helping me, and I sincerely appreciate all of the hard work in doing this work. Josephine, you had no way of knowing just how down I have been this week, and what a surprise it was to see this positive and loving iTunes review. I so appreciate that you cared enough about the show to take the time to post it, and I want you to know that it personally boosted me up on a day I really, really needed it. And you also helped other BCs find the show by lifting it in the search rankings. Big smooch. And welcome.
Next up, let's hear some assorted comments from the last few shows and blog posts. In our last show, we talked about Donnie's big Weight Watcher anniversary and also about how awesome Donnie is. She posted, thanks for the shout outs, friends. I truly needed and enjoyed Josh and letting go today. I appreciate you for reminding me to let go, Lori. Any day and every day, my friend. You are a mainstay BC and we L-O-V-E you, gal, smooch. BC Mary S. comments on day 136, Many Shades of Unsexy Gray, which featured Mark and I talking about the ups and downs of our 23 years of marriage. Mary says, I loved how you showcased your marriage. I felt such joy for you both. What a sweet, cute, amazing, and inspiring story to share. I think I hear more stories about bad marriages than the good ones, so I just enjoyed this so much. Tell your awesome guy that I also have become more and more introverted the older I am, so I totally relate. To which Mark had me post, Mark says to you, it's sure nice to hear I'm not the only one. And I said, I'm glad you enjoyed our marriage segment. There are days we wonder what the heck we were thinking, and days when we can't imagine life without one another. So it's cool to hear you enjoyed our partnership. Like all else in our lives, it takes a whopping dose of patience and letting go. XOXOXO. On day 138, I mentioned, as I usually do somewhere, my mortifying dusty house of horrors and how I try to trick, I mean motivate myself, into getting off the couch in order to tidy and clean it. New BC Laura R., soon to be S., whom we welcomed on that show, writes, Hello, lovelies. Thanks for the shout-out, Lori. One thing I do when it comes to overcoming the house cleaning crazies is I set my timer for 15 minutes per room, and I race to see how much I can get done. And when the timer is done, so am I. It appeals to my competitive side. Laughing out loud, warmest regards, Laura. And I did try it, Laura, and it works. I had to set the timer to 20 minutes, though, as I'm moving just a tad slower these days. Thanks for the tip. And BCs, if you have any tips at all on keeping the house easier, I would love to know it. Not my strength, but I am working on it. Amy from Wisconsin also took time to catch up with us after last show. Amy writes, Hey, Lori. Sorry I haven't been very active since the podcast restart. I've been on this audiobook kick, so I keep getting behind in my podcast. You know, I once you start a book, you just can't stop. Plus, I checked them out from the library, so I only get them for two weeks. Really, it's just my all-or-nothingness kicking in, another aspect of my life. I download eight audiobooks, listen to them one after another, then check out none for a month. It amazes me how all-or-nothing creeps into so many aspects of my life. My racing mind hits me more at night. In the morning, I wake up feeling good and ready to go. In the evening, my mind starts racing with everything I didn't get done during the day and how to solve problems that I came up with during the day, etc. I have the Insight Timer app, but I haven't made a habit of using it. Actually, I have at least three meditation apps, but I haven't gotten the habit of meditating at all. I guess that is something to keep working towards. Then Amy talks a bit about something new she's trying but wants to keep it on the down low before chatting about specifics. I was happy to hear from Amy, and I replied, Hi, Amy. I'm happy to hear that you are finding some good tools for yourself. Laughing out loud about racing night mind. Major player in my wake up in the night insomnia too. I think the difference is racing morning mind is the overwhelming list of what I should do. And the racing night mind is worry about what I should have done. So the meditation is helping me with both. Oh, and I get the obsession with an activity or interest. 
and the blow hot, blow cold aspect of that. It's human. So while I am very happy to see you here, please never feel you need to apologize for not, if that makes any sense. Yes, I love to hear from BCs and it helps make me validate what I do here to my own at times insecure and critical mind. But I do understand changing times and life. And I must recommend giving guided meditation a try. There are several that are around 10 minutes and one of them I do says, try this for 10 days and you will see major change in your life. Hmm. I did this without saying anything to Mark. He noticed and now he is giving meditation a try. Can we say miracle? Big old teddy bear, manly man, construction type Mark is giving meditation a go. I'm really hoping that he might be willing to report on his meditation results in future for this show, but I'm allowing him to decide that fate. Anyway, great to see you, my friend. Off to hike for fun today, XOXOXO. And Donnie was likewise glad to hear from Amy and wrote to her. Happy to see you, Amy. I'm a lot the same as you. Go big or go home, laughing out loud. Glad you're finding success. I'm anxious to hear. Keep on keeping on. And then Donnie asked me, what are the meditations you recommend, Lori? And I answered her. So to find out which meditations I recommend, go to today's show notes and check the link to Donnie's comment. To wrap up, I alluded to it earlier that I've been having a rough go of it lately. Emotionally, I've been on the funky roller coaster of doom. Mark and I are leaving in a few weeks to go back to Washington to attend to the placement of my mother's ashes, and everything is crashing down on me again. Feelings of the impermanence of life, of impatience at my progress or lack thereof in voice acting, of guilt and sadness that my life ended up childless, and feeling like once I'm gone, I'm gone. And can we say hello to my old bugbear friend, depression? Yep, I've been holding on and doing my best to keep trekking. The meditation helps a lot. My extra days of hiking and getting out in nature helps a lot. And an unexpectedly personal gift from BC Mary S. helped a whole, whole lot. Mary S. is creatively crafty. She handcrafted and sent me a personal journal filled with details that I would enjoy such as cute cat stickers on the page and bikes and motivational messages. It is a work of art. I wrote about the gift in a blog post called Touching Others with Your Heart, Big Smooches Mary. If you go to that post, you can actually see a video that I took on my phone of me opening the gift and my delight in it, as well as close-up photos in the details. Here is just a snippet of that blog post that explains why the gift meant so much in this crazy hard time for me. I write, Below you will see photos of the physical gift details, but the true gift was Mary's time and care. Mary took time to know me, to know what I like, to create this work of art for me, to write in, knowing that I write. This gift of knowing me, of hearing me, was overwhelming and kind. Mary gave me so much more than a cool book to write in. Mary's gift told me loud and clear that she, to quote the Who's rock opera Tommy, can see me, hear me, that I, Lori, am an individual and not just some disembodied voice in the earbuds, that I matter as a person. And it also shared so much of who Mary is with me too. Her creativity, her humor, her heart. 
Through Mary's kindness, we learned a little more about one another and we found partners in caring. When we as brave companions reach out to one another, we are giving that gift to each other too. Whether it's a kind comment of support, a joke to brighten our day, a link that other BCs might enjoy, or just a hello. We as the BC community are giving the true gift of time and attention. This shows us that we truly are not alone. Time and attention, BCs, that was the connection. A smile from the heart means a lot. You know, one reason I do this show, even when I'm in my own downhearted mood, is I've learned that reaching out and sending support to others is one way to lift myself. I have absolutely 100% total zero control over who reaches out to me, but I also have 100% complete control over my ability to reach out to others and be kind. And I was delighted that my friend Jojo from California reached out to share her thoughts about Mary's gift on the blog post. She writes, wow, what a wonderful gift. Lori, you are a joy, a breath of fresh air and an inspiration to so many people. May this beautiful journal in turn inspire you to keep sharing your thoughts with the world. One day, I hope you'll consider writing a book. I replied, ah, thanks Jojo. I love this journal and I'm working up the courage to actually write in it. (laughs) I have to get my perfectionistic brain to realize that inspire is the word and the best use of Mary S.'s wonderful personal gift is to actually put some of my words in there with ink, (laughs) laughing out loud. Thanks for the encouragement to write a book. Maybe someday the urge will take hold and I'm flattered that you think that there is a story there, XOXOXO. And I gotta tell you, it really did mean a lot that Jojo, who is my friend and a true BC who loves the show, took time to write me here. It means a lot that Mary made such a wonderful gift, that Josephine wrote an iTunes review, that Stephanie from West Virginia reached out on Facebook, that Donnie said hello to fellow BC Amy, and that Petra was brave and shared her truth with all of us. It means a lot that you are listening. It means we are here right now doing our best to be like Einstein and experience the miracles all around us and to be part of those miracles for one another. Until next time, BCs, take miraculous care because you know I really, 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 really care. Must live without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. I've been waiting on a free ride, ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. And there I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin. Be home.